This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Ephesians chapter 3, and we're going to start from verse 15, or let's start from 14. Before we have our seat, Ephesians 3, 14, the Bible says... For this cause I bow my nails unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. You notice that it's not families. It's one family. Some of us are here on earth. Our, the rest are there over there in another realm. Abraham is part of our family. Paul is part of our family. Your family is not from a war. <laughs> you came to this earth through that place. Don't make it your place. Do not be conformed to this world. So don't behave like a woman. If I'm from a forgive me. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. One family. Next verse. That he will grant you. According to the riches of his glory. To be strengthened with minds. By his spirit in the inner man. Your inner man needs to be strengthened with mind. And that strength comes from the Holy Spirit as a result of that verse 17 that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith Christ has to dwell in your heart by faith that you be rooted and grounded in love mm. be rooted and grounded in love. These are the only people that Satan cannot defeat. Believers who are rooted and grounded in love. Now, the next verse begins to expose the mistake that believers make ignorantly. When you are rooted and grounded in love, what will be the result? you may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and the length and the depth and the height. Let's stop there for a while. Waiting for that. Can I have your seat? Being rooted and grounded in love. If African preachers were to write this scripture, they would say that being rooted and grounded in dry fasting, you shall be able to. Now, fasting is a compulsory course in the Bible. But the Bible is saying that. Let's first of all look at what's the meaning of the next verse. To be able to comprehend with all saints. So that day. Ah, Lord, teach us things we don't know. So many things to learn. All of us have to learn. That day, when Elijah 
stood and he said, if I be a man of God, let fire come down. And the fire fell and consumed the 50 and the captain. Elijah knew something that we don't know. I you get what I'm saying? If you can call fire down and not about fire, if you cannot say to somebody, if I be a man of God, if I be a Christian, this and this will not happen. If I be a Christian, I suspend this rain now. If I be a Christian, sister, I prayed for you. You are my sister. Maybe your elder sister. Go to the embassy. If I be a Christian, nobody will say no to you. That means ability to stand unflinching confidence to say that you know what i know whom i have believed and i am telling you except i'm not a christian i somebody is sick and the case is brought to you and after praying look at the father of the girl if i be a christian before evening this girl come and meet you at home and what followed the bible says and the fire fell not that he began to explain that it's a spiritual fire. <laughs> Are we alive tonight? Yes, sir. Is somebody getting me? Yes, so those who make that kind of statements, there is a comprehension. They have been able to lay hold of something in the realm of the spirit that if you don't have, you cannot talk like that. The man that said, which I shared once, that the lady was going about because of something that happened, and I promised to confirm that she was not going to have a child again. And it was Papa Obadare, the old CAC evangelist, who looked at the lady and said that it is true, that I can see that this cannot happen. And just turned and said in Yoruba, Oh Lord my God, can I possibly ask you for anything that you say no? He said, Madam, go. You will bring your child in nine months. He did not even wait for God's response. Remember that Elijah did not say, Oh God, we are about to call down fire. He just beat his chest and said, If I be, let fire come down. If I be a Christian, can you give a word to somebody and say that, Except I'm not a Christian, that's why it won't happen. <laughs> there is a popular pastor not those who are being harassed by insecurity now some years back it's a name you know but I don't want to mention his name because of that in the time of Abacha that security men came to carry him and they were interviewing and he sat down there and in the night it was a woman that was head of equivalent of DSS that time and she was going and he told the woman that except I'm not serving the living God if you get to your house lock me up tomorrow he said, you want to leave me here and go home? He said, if you get your house alive, God, my God is dead. I will sacrifice him for you. The woman picked a landline, came back to the office and called Abacha. And he told her, let the man go. If I be. The question is, how can, how come many Christians cannot make this kind of statements? It is because we just read something. Paul said that this particular issue, I nailed down. He said, I knelt down. 
and I began to pray. I said, Father, grant unto them. He said, first of all, there is one family. All the members of this family who have done this, they are not different from those of you that are on earth right now. He says so, but there is a comprehension. But that comprehension comes through something. Look at the word, Paul. He said, that you're able to comprehend. He said, what is the length? The breadth. So when a, same Elijah got to the water and he smote the river and he parted into two, a knowledge not common to a common man, a depth was revealed. And Paul said that you can have that depth. In some cases, they call it heights. A level that normal man cannot attain to. But Paul said that it is possible that you comprehend it. But something leads to it. Mm. I took Abraham so the king of Philistine. It was Abraham that lied that it was not his wife, it was his sister. So the man had the good. Those they were allowed to marry many wives, and the king would reign over everything. So they took the they took mommy Sarah away, and Abraham didn't say anything. He was too sure. But that night God came down to the king in a dream and said, I will waste you. And the guy protested. Ah, but God, didn't you hear? He says, his sister, I didn't collect anybody. And God said, that's why I'm telling you. You should have just died straight. But I'm giving you a chance. Because I know that you innocently took the girl. Because the man lied truly. The Bible said in the morning, the guy called all his chiefs. He was shivering. He said, can you imagine? Almighty God came down tonight and said, will kill me. He said, because of this woman. He, he did not only return Sarah. He gave Abraham gift. Go, my Lord, my Lord. He doesn't give me gift. He was shocked. Ah, hallelujah. You know, Daniel was so calm as he was walking to the den of the lion. Apart from the story of Joseph, this is another story that when I read the book of Daniel, they make me cry. That part in chapter 6. They perfected the plan. Daniel was the closest to the king. He could have said that, excuse me, sir, this law they wanted to enact is because of me that nobody should pray. If Daniel told the king that the king would have canceled the law, they were close enough that they are bringing something tomorrow. I am the target, but Daniel kept quiet. And the Bible says the king, because he was regretting, he has signed, and the law of murder and pressure must not change. So when the king found out the reason for the law, it was too late. They said, King, didn't you say that nobody should pray? Say, I said so. Say, that guy, Daniel, he said, ah, so this is where you've been going all along. And the king's hand, he could not help. People can love you, but there comes a time they can't help you. Our help is in the name of the Lord. This is why you have to know God for yourself. There come certain matters that even those who love you cannot help you. Nobody can give back for you. Are you, are you following what I'm saying? That day, ah, and nobody can marry for you. Sir, you, don't, you have delayed marry. Let me marry and <laughs> I'll transfer it to you. <laughs> there are pains in life that nobody can do anything about it for you. Somebody can give you money, but at least nobody can give you. Are you with me? Nobody can give you his life. Somebody can give kidney because even if they give you, it might not work. It won't work. So somebody dies, now, now somebody comes and ah, 
she's my good friend. Okay, you know what? You come alive, let me die. Even if you die beside him and they bury you together, he does not guarantee that you wake you up. Are you getting what I'm saying? That day, the king couldn't do anything. But early in the morning, he ran to the den of lion. Oh, that part, I love it. One day I was reading the internet and I said, ah, thank God it did not happen the other way. The king used bogus words. He said, Daniel, servant of the living God, as your God that you serve day and night, be able. If the answer was no, if there was no answer, nobody would have been able to convert this king forever. Three things. He understood that even there was a pagan king, but understood that this is a living God, this guy is having one. Number two, the guy knew that this Daniel is very consistent with God. So he qualified the words very well. Daniel, servant of not just any our God, of the living God, as your God that you serve, be able to deliver you. Ah, and Daniel answered. Oh, Daniel, servant of the... Go back to that verse. Servant of the living God. Is thy God whom thou servest continually. Look at the build-up of the words. This is a king that assisted idols he was worshipping. But he said that this staff of mine, I am his king, I am richer than but I know he is serving a living God. And it's not only serving, he's serving him consistent. But there is a question right now. With all that I have seen going on between you and this God, has it solved your problem? Ah, so the king said that and he waited. If there was no answer, he would have just gone back to the palace. Maybe he would multiply his God from 60 to 600. But after all, when I was having silent conviction about the fact that I'm, I'm worshipping dead gods, the one I was looking at that I thought was worshipping living God, the living God failed him. So what's the point? Verse 21. May there never be a situation in your life that will make people to say, well, even those of us, <laughs> I have a friend. His life is so much turned upside down until God visited him. That his own father called him one day and said, even we that we don't know God, it's not this bad for us. His father told him. Not to spite him. The father was in tears. It was painful. He was the only son. Something just happened again. Another downfall. That the father came to his house and said that, ah, we, 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 don't, we know we don't know God. We don't pray. We don't say, but we know you now. That even those of us who don't have access to this God, it's not this bad for us. Somebody's watching. Maybe that's the possible situation. You know, there are many Christians who are disappointed in God already. They are just managing. So that nobody will say that you, you, you don't backslide. So they are just managing. So many unanswered prayers and many angry. It is one thing for you to pray and for the Lord to say that don't worry. With time, this will happen. It is a different thing when there is total silence on the other side. You are wondering, so does he even know me? Does this God know me? I am doing everything possible to follow him, but it looks like, does he really care? I'm not just playing fool by just following, does he really care about me? 
Maybe it's other share testimony. I, I can't deny the fact that I have seen some testimony. Maybe it's for them. Maybe it's not for me. Maybe it doesn't care. And I know those who have walked away from faith that way in anger. Now, what is it? When you say to them, God is going to say, it's true. I know it's good, but good to some, but not to me. So those of you that is good to you, you can serve him. That's the one that we feel is not good to us. He should leave us alone. I am, I love you forever. I love you forever. I love you forever. You see, let me say this before I read the next verse. This morning, Apostle Man called me. And we spoke for maybe about one hour, 30 minutes. When he calls like that, it's always a long call. And he was telling me the burden in his heart. And he said, let us be honest. As it is, we are all seeking for something. That the tangibility of God's power in the midst of his people is so low. He said, what we have seen in books, what we have read and videos we have seen, I told you. I still said, and I, I was telling that I was still saying this on Wednesday. I said, there was one of the days last week, I just sat on this altar in the evening alone, and I was just wondering, but Lord, you are bigger than this now. What is going on? Last year alone, how many Christians I know who died of cancer? Kilo day. And I started saying that, Lord, is, is, it that, is, is, is there so, is something wrong? People like me can never deny your power. I've seen too much. But I, Lord, permit me to say that something is missing. What is going on? There was a time if a Christian ever died. At early days of scripture, the, you, the videos are still online of Jaco and all these people. Allen and Jaco, they used to surprise me. Not that go home by faith, something has happened. They are home. They will not pray for the crowd. All the sea come out, line up. So all of you are watching. Our robots did that also. Not that uh, many could say that we see now, we just pray and then some will come out. See, when you pray by verse, people will always be healed. And Apostle Man said that, he said, ah, that we gather 50,000 people and then 60, 40 people talk about a day going, you know. I celebrate all miracles. I was at the program and you know, I, I said, but our teachings are bogus. We talk loud about the power of God. And it is true. I've been in a meeting before after the guy, all the mighty things I did, a popular guy on social media. And then he only be praying for people, he said, okay, partial deafness. And then, you know, close one ear, listen to the other. I see, in that kind of time, we don't even know whether you, <laughs> if you close one, I ask question. Honestly speaking, some got into that partial deafness. But I was just saying that, what about total deafness? In the days of our Bishop Idaosa, they were going for total deafness. They will call them out before you like this. Kilashi, what is going on? Something is missing. You see, let me say this, and I mean, no, I celebrate all those people, please. That's what I'm saying, so I'm, I will not be misquoted online. I celebrate all those people who are prayer ministry online and everything. But if this happened 40 years ago, because believers were full of prayer, but now most people just want somebody to help them. Which there's nothing wrong. I'm just saying there's nothing wrong. But we need to check what is going on. Which is true. In the Ireland meeting, they will bring from the school of blind 15 people. You will see their instructor holding them like this. 
I thought it would be like 8 out of 11 that will get ill. They will tell the remaining thing that well, I don't know why you are not. But you will see there, they will see instantly. And their parents will come. This day, there was a time the whole government of America was against him. So if he was lying, they will, America, they will go for evidences. So they went to the school where those people were brought from. Several people. Oh, yeah. William Brown was praying. As people were getting, there was a native that came to mock him. He just came out on the healing queue and he said that uh, I have cancer. And William Brown looked at the guy and said, you are an atheist. You don't have cancer. You are here to test whether I'll be able to discern. I can see through you. But you know what? You are going on with cancer. And he said, in six months, you are dead. And the guy died. Yes. All other atheists fled. The fear came upon them. They shall fear the name. Part of what is missing, I know many of you are feeling the bad what I'm saying, and many people are, but how many Christians go for prayer meeting? In those days, prayer meeting was the order of the day. Because there's no other way. Acts chapter 6, verse 4, we will give ourselves to prayer. And the, people, pastors were not the ones praying. An average Christian. Ah, Pastor Yemi David. In my secondary school, it was about leaving this when I entered to Jesus 1. was part of the people that prayed to me. Global impact. Pastor Yemi David. Was my secondary school. Pastor Yemi preached so much that till he left, I was not born there. I was born in JS3, but he left. I was in JS1 when he was in SS3 or so. He left SS2, SS3. He left. Then I got born again after he left and he became the president of the fellowship. I thought he was the president with the passion I saw. The day he told me that I was not even at next school, he told me in Lagos. So years after secondary school, I went to UI, I went to Ife. He came to Lagos, he started pastoring. I was in university. So one day from UI, I came to see him. And then he told me, that it was not even an escrow in the fellowship in secondary school. I just put my two hands. I said, we have lost something. Somebody was not an escrow and he preached in all classes round. Get an average Christian to preach now. No problem. They, they don't. See, I've been talking about this for a while. Many of us don't know. Let me say this. We're talking about it before service. Once you grab your Bible and you are coming to church on Sunday, don't expect first timers. If you are not inviting anybody, who will invite somebody? In the thinking of some Christians, they think there are some angels. They will become human beings on Sunday and attend church. No. The total number of those who will come to Jesus are the total number of all the people we talk to. We have them all around us. We have them everywhere, but we cannot open our mouth to talk. That's what many Christians don't do that. You know, and I, say, I, I, I mean no disrespect. Some people in this church, they come to meet me, Pastor, my younger sister, she's having a trouble in her marriage. My brother, uh, can you join me in praying? Where is the younger sister? So lady. Why can't she come to church? You see, no matter how much you pray for some people, if the information they are hearing does not change, you are not helping them. So what is the problem? And this, your sister has not been in church in one year. You want us to be praying, but you will not go and meet the person. And let the person see. An average person who try to talk to will first of all put up a form of defense. That I to have my church, even though it's not been there for a while. But if you notice the need to reach out, speak to people. It's not new. It's in the Bible. As soon as Jesus started talking, even the prostitute by the well of Samaria told Jesus that our father worshipped on this mountain. All of a sudden, she became a worshipper. People defend their position when it comes to... Talk to your cousin. They feel, especially if you are younger, feel like, so me, are you saying me, I don't have church? But she's not going there. If she goes, she goes to fight there. <laughs> when you tell somebody about church, it shocked me how many people in this show who have told me that the reason why they didn't want to come when their friends were invited to church, I'm tired of church. Just be like, when we get there, they will just use three hours to collect all our money. 
How many pussy have that mentality in their head? We should have over probably 15 to 20 ladies in this church right now. Oh, where they were, they were raped by the pastor. Thank God for those who have the audacity to reach out to them and tell them that, see, this is not the end. Not all people are like this. There are people come to who told me that they've not been in church in six years. It's a, we protect people privacy. I could have called us and let them start telling you stories that they have seen. Sometimes when you tell, so when you went, and you know what? The number of people are not going to church is multiplying every now and then. The question is, until they meet you, when they meet you, what will you say to them? An average Christian is quiet, just quiet. Like, okay, you know. No. Well, not me. When I was a copper, there were 13 coppers I threw to the church I was going to. All of you know, my sister was in the choir until she located to Abuja. My two brothers are pastors. They are the only ones I cannot invite because they are pastors. My cousins come to this church. I have two cousins who come to this church. When Andrew reached out to people, when, I don't know which one of them met Jesus first, he went to call his brother Andrew. Then Andrew went to call Nathaniel. They did not say to Jesus that, Jesus, now that we have met you, let's pray for Nathaniel. No, they went to call Nathaniel. We have seen the Messiah. And when Nathaniel, Jesus said, Nathaniel, and Israel indeed, in the womb, there is no gap. And Nathaniel said, you know me. He said, I saw you before Philip called you under the tree. Peter to Andrew, Andrew to Philip, Philip to Nathaniel in one day. What I see what believers do nowadays, we need to correct this. Yeah, the time is short. It's short. It's not about populating any church. It's about what has to be done, has to be done. The word must reach people. I get what I'm saying. So this is, these are the reasons. These are the reasons. The number of an average Christian who raised the dead then, they are more than the number of pastors who are raising the dead now. It's as if something was taken. I have been in a revival meeting where the pastor was praying also. He's an old saint. Whatever you are taking from us, help us return it. Something is missing. Too much teaching. That was what I said, Pastor Gibbs, before I brought him up. That it is true. The pastor said that also, Pastor, compare notes. When there were no books in the library about marriage, marriages were better. Now you have book. There is nowhere you turn. One day I enter one library, which is where the mainland or in New York. Oh, you just see a session like this. Has he helped them? I, I, I mean no disrespect. I'm just following statistics. How many pastors have divorced their wife in America? I write them the church, marry somebody else. Are these books helping? See, there's nothing wrong with what the authors are writing. It's not a book thing. It's a hard thing. There is a difference between the mindset of a Christian now and the people then. So the, the you know, um, I think I once went this way. The number of people then who got born again and could not pick a cigarette again, there were many. I'm not saying it has to happen like that for everybody, but those drastic changes then, there were so many. What is common now? You hardly see any drastic change now. Is that, okay, I'm a Christian, and God is working on me small, small. You know, what you are going, is the common thing. There were at least I, I got born again on that scripture, you know. We still saw some of these things. How we got born again in our school, they got home, they didn't tell anybody, everybody told them I told them, something has happened to you. They changed move from their spirit to their physical face. Honestly, I'm born again. I'm glad I didn't get born again in Lagos. Mix up it, don't plenty now. 
that is the problem we are facing. It's true. After six years of being born again, he's still struggling with sex. Uh, it has reduced from 17 to 7. <laughs> yeah, you know, God is... And there are many messages to support that. What you are passing through, what you are going through, you will soon be true, true, true. <laughs> and that's what you listen to. You know, God is working on me. It's true, but how long? Don't be a forever project. You still boil in anger the same way, but God, and after seven years in church, still the same thing. When will you become a vessel that will stand and start helping others that used to have that problem, but Jesus rescued me? But you are still there. This is where the whole thing. Thy God that you serve day and night. You know, I was telling Pastor here today, I believe. Jesus is looking for a church to mirror this. May he find us worthy. It's a challenge that stands before me every day. Otherwise, why are we here? There are, there are enough churches in Nigeria already, more than enough self. Why another one? Anytime I'm praying, I'm also always asking God that. But I belong to serve. Why, why H-O-D? Why? If we can't pursue this thing, then there's no point us having church. So by the time you start coming and you want to do church the way others are doing it, you already begin to understand that something else is driving us here. Not the same thing. I pray, I, I desire that every member of the will be a soldier. That Jesus is proud of what to do from Monday to Friday. Not just a Sunday Christian who comes for another fix. Oh, that pastor preaches very well. And that's all you say. But do you carry the body? Do you carry the body? You know, I didn't know I would be a pastor. In my estates, I told you before. My parents were fairly okay financially. One time, my father was local government chairman. I know policy, you know all those. He didn't come, but he was, he was, he was just given the position. The governor came and sacked all the local government chairman and said that top civil service officer, top, top most one should apply. And he applied and was picked. So I used to drive up and down in my estate growing up. I think we had four cars in the company. But we're having a program. I carried, like, from here to Dari Makume, about 12 stack of chairs on my head. And I did that only about five or six times. Why? There was no money to rent cab, and the program was starting three hours. I just told my friend that, why do we need the cab? I said, six of us. And I was not the preacher. I was not an usher. I was not anything. I was just a member of the fellowship. Those, that was the way we were trained from secondary school. I said, so there is no car to carry chairs. What, Anglican Church gave us their chairs, and we were using another venue. They gave us plastic chairs, maybe like uh, 100, like uh, 30 or 40 dozens. And I told my friend, that the vicar has given us the chairs to use, and there's no car. So what are we going to do? But let's stroke there and carry this. Is it no more than not? And we carry on our head. People were driving and wondering, what's wrong with these people? The passion. My son and my brother woke up one morning and vowed that every young man in our estate will preach to all of them. No young person lived in my estate in Abel that with me at the same time without any gospel from my mouth. We were stoned, we were insulted. The last two that refused to give their life to Christ, I was watching CNN, one of them was in Chile, and he was speaking on CNN, Lo and Bio, spirit-filled Christian. 
he did something in his community, so he said, I went to Taiwan, and he found a way to chip it in that I was a Christian. His brother that used to be, I always that time, I saw him preaching in a church in Atlanta. That day, I put my head on my table and I started giving praise to God. What are we doing? Do you know why miracle service have not benefited many? They live by themselves. Then they remember God on a miracle service day. And the Bible says, our God is a God of knowledge. By him, actions are weighed. He said to the merciful, I will show myself merciful. He said to this one, he said to the one that is twisted, you will meet me there. That's what that scripture says. Yes. Out of his mercy, he still have people not looking at those and those. Okay, the father. But he greets God when you don't think about him until you need something. Yeah. Chances are that if we did not have AC and everything, some members of our church will not be here. I was driving my mom's car to go to a church in the finest venue in Abelkuta, and the Spirit of God told me, on my way out of the estate, there was a church starting. They were using classroom of a nursery school. He said, this is your last time of going to that church. When you come back, join this church. I used to play two drums with my hand. I led praise worship. I later became the interpreter into Yoruba. The pastor is an Easterner, and he couldn't speak Yoruba. And the interpreter was messing up his mess. And I, I didn't even know. My Yoruba is not very powerful. It's not very good. But I said, sir, can I interpret for you next week? He said, yes. And I tried. And I, I interpreted. So when my SSC result came, I had credit all to the only decision I have on Yoruba language. <laughs> All I like, say, Billy, he had almost how many decisions did you have? Eh? Five distinctions, uh, including further maths. <laughs> oh, you're a science student, but you did literature in English. And you had distinctions. Wow. No wonder you write so well on Facebook. Amen. Pastor, you did further maths. Did you do further maths in SSE? What did you get? <laughs> Me, I used to be A1. What? C in for that man. What about maths? A1. Possibly maths. A1. <laughs> Me, I said to myself, that we are struggling with maths. They are talking of for that maths. The one that is not for that self is the problem. I'm talking of for that. But you see, for some of us, it was very easy to do notes. From SS2, biology, geography, all those things, I did just see, just in, they were walk over for me, no problem, but I hated calculations. Yeah. I first of all made a mistake, my love, I went science, like all my brother went science class. But after I wrote SSC, I, did, I got grade 7 in physics and in math, that common sense told me that you are not a science student. The same thing, I sat at home GC, I only did read key points for sometimes it's thank God I wrote I wrote I read key points for literature in England and government, just key points. And I got see for just key point. I didn't read anything, key point alone. Yeah. So I said to myself, I wasted my time in secondary school. Struggle with chemistry and physics is all true. That's why I could have been one of the best students. But mismatch, I went the wrong way. Because everybody, you know, all my brothers were in science class. And our teachers would give an impression that people in arts and commercial were not very brilliant. Did it happen in your school also? 
So, so doctor, they say, Lord, doctor, 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 engineer. They need to correct that thing in secondary school very quickly. Because a lot of people will go this wrong way without. But they are just this way. Science students ahead, they were the. All my years in my second, from JS5 to SS3 till today, I don't think art class has ever produced Ed Boy in my school. I don't know if your school. Ed Boy must always come from science class. See, if I tell you are watching my principal, correct this. It is wrong. You are misleading people. Because some people chose to go to art, not out of it, because there must be lawyers. There must be political. I mean, it's... So when I go to the about that, I started seeing some very brilliant people who decided to... Somebody decided that it's political science I want to study. He said, because I want to be a professor analyzing political stuff. Yeah. And he said, some courses don't have money. It's not true. We had a lecturer then in political science. The rate of politician is to go and meet him. He would just have a strategy meeting with them. You want to conquer this region southwest. He will tell them statistics that this is how people think politically. This is what you should do. And he will collect. And that kind of money, there's no evidence anybody that can raise it. It's your money. So that's how to make money. When you consult for people, charge anyhow. It's allowed. It's a legal money. They came to meet me to advise them. So you advise. And he said, plus, by, when, when I advise you this, how much you pay? One hour with me is equal to one billion. Isn't that a good life? Because what you tell them, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a powerful thing. But when it comes to this realm, there's nothing. I've told you this about when is this story. I've said it this story many years ago. I didn't say it happened, but my brother told me the story. It happened in the Badon or so. When they imported this equipment from abroad, speakers and the rest and mixer and everything, and a big church in the Badon, they were having a convention about to, a day to and then they were testing the equipment and it, all of a sudden it just stopped working. Everything shut down. They brought all the engineers they need in the battle. People charged them. They did. They couldn't fix it. And they told them about one white man. So when they got to it, so he asked them that describe the sound it was making. That it was when it wasn't coming. They told him. He just told them, like saying that I'm going to collect ten million. They said no problem. And we asked them. We've gone everywhere. When he came out of his house and they were about to enter the car, he told the pastor. He said, I don't trust Nigeria. I'm telling you, I'm going to collect ten million. They said, ah. Uh-uh. No, yeah, it's a bit, there's no problem. When they came down at the front of the church, he said, I am telling you. He said, where is the pastor? I want to see the pastor. I just want to say that. I'm going to collect 10 million. The pastor said, they've told me there's no problem. That even if you want more than that here. He said, I know I'm saying this. He entered the church. He just went to one of the equipment and tapped a button. He said, start, and everything was working. So the pastor said, ah, ah, ah. He said, don't change it all. Because now all of a sudden they felt ah, they just that we just didn't see the body. He said, Yes, I'm charging for seeing it. It's after all, you brought several engineers, they didn't see it. When he asked them in the office, tell me the sound, he just knew because he had worked in that company before that there was nothing with the equipment, they were not putting on something that was hidden that they should put on. So I nobody, it was in Nigeria, all the engineers couldn't fix it. So he just knew that, ah, this is it. And he also understood that it will be too small. This is why your mechanic will see the problem. Well, first of all, go under the car. Because if you should go direct to just touch a wire, you will pay him stipends. Yes. But when he, first of all, when he does some acrobatics, go, he goes under, 
He will remove the one that nothing is wrong with. Put it back. Remove this or put it back. And then so that, that's the one that you value. We are like that. <laughs> In the days of night, they will come and check telephone. I remember my neighbor was saying that time that he has seen the problem with the box. But the guy called for ladder. <laughs> my neighbor was saying, he says, if he doesn't climb, when he entered the office, the ladder was not working. He checked. We saw that he saw what the problem was. But the guy felt that, ah, no, if I fix this one, I will get more money. So he first of all called. He said, bring ladder. He traced the wire to the pole. He climbed. His boy climbed also. They just did some nothing there. Came down, connected, then went to the back of the office again. Like, wait, wait, and then, and then, then he just told it and he said, okay. So that I can charge very well now. <laughs> it is the wisdom of this world. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, I have to stop. I'm enjoying this. Daniel, servant of the living God. We'll continue from here next week by the grace of God. Because we're going to talk about rooted in love. I started by talking about light last week. And we have not even entered into it. But can an every person go home today and be challenged? Can we draw nigh unto God? Can we be more committed to fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit? Can we build? A child that prays occasionally cannot defeat the kind of Satan evil that is in the mind of people nowadays. I think they are beginning to find out that in America. Many of the generation are not going to church again. Questions that can only come from hell popping up in people's head. And artificial intelligence is setting in. Are you going to be talking to robots about the gospel? We have to pray. Any gate of hell that is open on challenge, it is the fault of the church. And when we say the church, don't think about geos. Ask yourself a question. Yeah. There are people around you that if you don't reach them, that in five years' time, they will be too calm for you to reach. But right now, their heart is still very soft. Yes. One lady asked me, said, why is Satan always faster than men, than, than Christians? She used to be in this church. She was in pharmacy, only like 400 level. She asked me for permission. Our fellowship started reaching out to a particular female school, which I don't want to mention anymore. You know the school I'm talking about, female school in Lagos. They sent her to their body now. So we're doing chapel for them Sunday morning. The first meeting she had, she came back to meet me in CS. Lesbian, all kinds of things. Say, Pastor GS, one GSS too. Where people put their children in school, they thought that they were. She told me. I told her, I said, you know what? If it means you not coming to church on Sunday morning, the fellowship in like this evening. But they asked her to go. I said, do that chapel every Monday. You are the pastor there. Go there and release you. Because the lady started confining. I started ministering to them. While we are talking about investors, I said, no, I carried it. But now it has in primary school. What people know. We are the Christians. We are the Christian teachers. When are we going to start receiving visions again? Like seven of us in this church, our mission is to reach out to secondary school. Okay, I'm a lawyer, you're a doctor, but can we once in a week go to some schools and do certain things? Can we go out, feed the poor, and preach to them? You don't need a title to do all these things. How come we are not doing them? All over the nation, when we call for concert, people will rush out, come there. When we say, let's go reach out the world, only three people come, come and pray, three people will come. I don't go concert, I go for prayer. Because it won't benefit me anything. Other than to bring down my phone, start to smash, smash, snap all the lights and everything. 
This is why there are many angry Christians on social media. Who told them that's what they should go for? And after singing there and there, gyrating around, they say that God is not doing anything. They have not taken that to develop an affinity for God. I enjoy it so much when I pray with C. Sometimes we pray longer than we planned. This is a dirty word, wicked word. And I'm, I told Apostle, we are both trusting God. Higher level of grace. Again, we all prove cancer from people's body. Again, in a Sunday service, not a crusade ground, they blind we see. You know, the miracle that happened at the gate, beautiful gate, was called a notable miracle. Everybody, everybody, everybody. You know, I said to God one day, if I need to, all this debate that is coming up in America and about the left is saying that Jesus is not the only way and everything. All I just need to do, there is a popular singer in America that you all know. I don't know if I see that live and I don't mention his name. Who is blind? Was born blind. He plays keyboard like that. Two of them. One name, one. I don't want to mention the name because I've told not, not to mention names. He's been interviewed by CNN by everybody. It's an old man. He's blind, fully blind. He was born blind. But he has composed more songs than even people that can see. I said to God, supposing somebody walks up to him and he says, see, can CNN deny the power of God? That's what is called a notable miracle. A notable miracle. A notable miracle. Yeah. Steve Jobs died of cancer. At that level. With the name and the cloud here, whatever if a Christian walk up to him and he said, cancer leave and he gets well. Can anybody dispute that? Is that God cannot trust us with this kind of realm again? Because there was a time people had this realm. I told you before, Rabonki guy, that changed an entire village. He made a booking. I never just prayed for the boy and he went to the village. The woman was burying her son. 4 a.m. in the morning. He walked all night long into his village. And he prayed for the boy. He came and the woman went to tell the covalent or the ballet of the area. And they invited the man. The man had the, the traditional ruler had the daughter. Who could, the leg was bent like this. And she, they, it was a taboo. So they never allowed the girl to come out of the room. The man had to adjust her in the dark room before he could see the girl. And there was a young boy. This man, this young man was 21 or 17 then. And the commander just prayed a simple prayer. The king and himself, the head popped, the leg popped and straightened out. The king commanded everybody in the community to come. Everybody. Philip went down to Samaria. Even El Simeon, who was doing magic when he saw Philip's own, he sat down at his feet. What is going on? Paul entered Ephesus. They brought books of magic, they were born in it. Now in the church, we exist side by side. There are many pastors of voodoo. Many of you don't know. I can tell in Nigerian church who is in the power and who is in the but it's not for me to say publicly. If you can decide, you know. But we all wear suit and tie. We look alike. We all have choir and we all have camera. How many people cannot tell? They can't tell. People whose power is in the chain, they wear. People whose power is in the ring, they use. And all sorts. At least in my little way, I have ministered to ladies who have been a victim of some of these people. First, and you don't want to hear things I have heard. And all of us are there, mixed up, nothing. And the Bible said there shall be a distinction between the righteous and because between those who serve God and those who serve Him not. What is going on that the Lord of the harvest is quiet and both wit and tears are growing till forever? Some try to go into criticism. When you do that, you may be the right person. But you can begin to talk and even call some who are not devil, devil. Only the Lord knows. But he can do a quick work and separate us. But these imposters are growing in number. And growing in number. 
more and more. One I heard shamefully, both daughter and mother are sleeping with the two of them together. Things happening. What that man, that a man is not, is not the issue, but is that the Lord is quiet and everything. So both of those who teach the word, those who teach doctrine, those who worship genuinely, and those who do all kinds of terrible things, everybody just there. Nigerians can't even tell the difference again. Lord, what is going on? Yeah. Ananias and Sabrina only brought money, their own money, where they just kept back a part, and they fell down and died. Yet robbers enter our churches, take away things, and the Lord is quiet. What is the problem? Let's rise. Let me get what I've just said today. Yeah. Hallelujah. You see, most of us preachers, we try to tailor, make a message to fit the people. Yeah. We are seeker sensitive services in many churches, especially in America. We try to, because the people don't want to pray and seek God. But there is coming a church, and here are the people who will say no to this order. That in our days, Jesus will be glorified. And every Christian will walk in glory and power. Say loud, amen. amen. Your home will reflect Jesus. Your, your business will reflect Jesus. You will be wealthy without corruption. Your testimony will be real, not fabricated. People will see Jesus in everything you do. Hallelujah. You rule by the authority of heaven. You make a decree on your environment. Your streets is kept by the word of your mouth. This is the dimension we are talking of. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. You know, it was many years ago in Ibado. That's why I said, Lord, why, what, that Bishop Aloki was going out. He was going to office. Can knock down a boy and he died instantly. It's a different way you say you are doing crusade. But what about the ones that are unbelievable? Everybody's present. The crowd gathered carrying the boy. It was one person crowd that saw him. So that's the man they call one low key. He said, Stop it, stop it, stop him. And what they said, he was like, What do you want me to do? Can I knock down the boy? The boy is dying. Did I knock, knock down the boy? They said, No, you are a pastor, you can pray. He said, Fear, he didn't want to. But the people said, We believe. When people used to believe in church. This way, unbeliever said, We believe that you are a child of God. Like the king said about Daniel. And he carried the boy and he prayed. He came back to life right there. Yeah. There was one that can't know that. So the head broke. As in, this is the hardest brain. The guy, they said that the, something came out from there. The car smashed. And the mother carried the boy and put her at the door of her bishop in Daosa. In Daosa, when they saw the boy, he said, wanted to die. I told the mother, what, what do you want me to do? The woman said, and she left the boy dead. That I know that I have seen you on TV before. You're talking of a God with whom there's no impossibility. Do it now. Okay, no, it was even at the hospital. She came to drag her bishop. He said he used all, all tactics. He wanted to run away. But you know, when a woman is on your neck, he said, no, pastor. See, now, when we pray and nothing happens, we say they don't have faith. This way, the exact word to Apostle Man. This way, he said, Bashala, he said, it's an insult to say people do have faith. Somebody leaves hospital to come to attend the miracle service. She, did, she doesn't receive it. She attend that he doesn't have faith. What made that come from the hospital? Let us accept that something is missing and cry to God 
and not paint it and just use tight to say, you know, no, no, don't worry. See, your faith is not. What the faith can actually hide on that? That you see, your faith is not high enough. When your faith is high enough, the miracle will just happen. So, was it that that brought the person here? Somebody's on dreams. She told them to remove it, manage, manage to come for a miracle sign. What made the person come? They believe that God will do something. And now you're telling the person, you see, your faith is not high enough. So, how high should the faith be? Hallelujah. Things I have seen. In those ancient times, prophetess Kiabera called Kari the girl. The woman brought the dead baby or sick woman, paralyzed baby to the crusade. And he asked the mother, do you believe that Jesus can heal the child? The woman said, no. And the man said, it doesn't matter. And he breathed on the boy, prayed, and the boy came alive. When the woman had no faith. Lord, I just share the burden in my heart with you now. About what we are looking for. Burden in my heart. Burden. Can I ask you a question? Can Jesus heal all the cripples in Lagos? Do you pass by some of them at the bus stop? So why is nothing happening? Yes, in his days, he didn't go about healing everybody. But there were outstanding results that the Pharisees could not deny. Even if we don't go about it, but can we have some people that notable miracle that people can say, that, okay, this one. Yeah. Lord Jesus, see Amanda Lamas. I kind of feel like I, I didn't want to make everybody feel this way, but this is a very everybody. This is a this is this will make all of us, including me, to just want to pray more that Lord, show us what is missing. Yeah. I can tell you one. Another day I will tell you many more. Part of it, lack of reverence for God. If phones came 30 years ago, most Christians, no Christian will look at his phone during prayer or during service. Do you know how many of you have checked your phone as you are seated there now? Many times we don't reverence God. Many of you pray and you are praying and you are checking messages on your phone. You are praying and Instagramming. Even your guiding angel feels like giving you a knock on your head. Looking at Facebook and you are praying. Father, you know, I just worship you and then you quickly read something. You are just wonderful. And God asks your angel, Shame is it talking to me? Is it me that is, is talking to? That's do you know we do all these things? People can't sit down in the church for one hour time without checking their phone. Is your phone your God? Your name is Jesus. But God is raising people. That's the good news. Before he returns, more power must be demonstrated than what we have heard in the past. The best of God is not in the past. Again, men shall see. They will see. Notable miracles. For this cause, there is HOD. Yeah. This is what we believe Jesus for. When we say, everybody come, let's pray. This is what we are looking for. When we say, let us pray, this is what we are looking for. This is what we desire. This is what we desire. Every Sunday, this is what we desire. You know, I don't make altar call every Sunday, but I'm looking forward to a time when I make altar call every Sunday. For that to happen, all of you must have people you are inviting to church that we can make altar call for. But just remember the, the game. Once you pick your Bible and you are coming to church, you can as well assume that no first-timer will be in church. 
because you are trying to say that someone else should do it why you will not so this Sunday can come and you are going for so you carry your Bible you carry your wife or your husband and then you are coming to church who are the people that will reach out to the unrich are you saying Jesus that Jesus used someone else no my only just to go there enjoy choir listen to the message and go home and that's the attitude of medical said towards Jesus always remember soul winning is the most important thing to the master it is nothing else nothing else Father, we give you praise. Help us be doers and not hearers only. In Jesus' name. See, meditate on tonight's verse. Pray about it. Share with somebody. Hallelujah. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion, it is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now, if you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again, and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.